Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fings. We're back, man. Episode 206. Yep. All right. Before we get right into it, um, let's get into the first, let's get into this ad read here. You know, it's just this new thing we got going on as of recent with clap cleats. <laughs> you know, Keith's got the socks here chilling over here on the desk. As we mentioned before, these socks are specially engineered for sex. They are known as the world's first sex sock. You go ahead and put those things up. There you go. As you can tell, I used them a little bit. All right, a little worn down. The black ones are a little bit, they have some stains on them. I don't know where they came from. Keith brought the DNA stained socks to the fucking podcast this week. Yeah, but yeah, those that's, that's the, the deal there. Um, these cleats are specially engineered for those pleasurable positions that we all enjoy. And they plant your feet firmly into the ground. Yeah. That is the purpose behind this sock. And if you are interested, right, and you want to show support for our brothers over there at Clap Cleats and it also at the same time supporting us here at the podcast, head over to clapcleats.com and use Trucker69 for a 15% discount. Once again, go to clapcleats.com. And use discount code TRUCKER69 for a 15% discount. Trust me, your husbands, your family, whoever will love them. <laughs> and you could do this completely anonymous. Just tell them that a Trucker's Mind podcast sent you. And you and your wife can have uh, um, the best doggy style you've ever had, ever. What's going on over there, Keith? What's going on? You were clipping. I was clipping? Yeah. Oh, no, that's not good. I hope they didn't hear me with that. Was it, was it doing it bad right now? Uh, it wasn't bad, but it was clipping. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, you could be clipping that ass if you get clap cleats. <laughs> <laughs> Head on down. Thank you guys for the support. Let's get into the show. All right. First off, uh, Mary J. Blige and Michael Jordan. Recently, over it was during uh, All-Star Weekend, correct? Yeah. Uh, All-Star Weekend, Michael Jordan came down, and they had the 75... Uh, it was the 75th anniversary or what it was? Was, was it? The Yeah, 75th anniversary team. Yeah, and Michael Jordan obviously was a part of that team, and there was a lot of people there at that game, and one of those people happened to be Mary J. Blige. She performed uh, yeah. with DJ Khaled. Yeah, she performed up there. Mm-hmm. And um, they met. I he- think, my bad for jumping in there, but I, I think she performed the previous day. I don't think she performed that day, but she was probably just there watching. Yeah, well... <laughs> Either way, he had seen her like almost mid-court or the side of the court, and uh, they had an exchange. They talked a little bit. They embraced. But when they embraced, um, it looked as if Michael Jordan was like kind of palming her booty, right? And people was like saying like, oh, Michael Jordan's getting a little handsy with uh, Mary J. Blige. Mm-hmm. And it just became a thing. People on the internet basically making a joke as if Michael Jordan is trying to put his hands where they didn't belong first off michael jordan was a little tipsy you could tell you had been having some fun that day mm-hmm. um and secondly if he was grabbing booty she was enjoying it because she was pulling him in closer <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah so i i seen that that was a very um uh uh, uh what do you call that um she was she had no problem with it she was grabbing michael jordan and mm. not to mention we're making a big deal out of this but truth be told, we, they probably already fucked before. We don't know that. Everybody is here as a consenting adult. She did not look uncomfortable at all. Not to mention, Michael Jordan is arguably the best player to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. So if he's grabbing your booty, 
then and you and you and Michael Jordan's not a bad looking guy. So he's one of the best players ever. Not a bad looking dude, and he's grabbing your booty. If woman likes it, then she probably hoped that he would have palmed it. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan dunked a lot of basketballs. Mm-hmm. She wanted her booty to get dunked. <laughs> he could have used her booty in the dunk contest. <laughs> the whole thing is hilarious, though. Yeah, like, the way he just came up to her and he kind of like yeah he kind of patted her a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. hey, Mary. And then her, her booty, Loki, was jiggling. Because yeah. his hand is so big that he just kind of like, yeah. he did one of these, like, and then her booty is just gyrating. I, I mean, it would have been a big deal if all of a sudden you see, like, Mike, <clears throat> Michael Jordan, like, get two fingers like this. You're like, come on, Mike. <laughs> He's surfing her. He's like, yeah, you put a good game. Good game. <laughs> <laughs> he was super tipsy because I think he had a flashback because, um, you know, Mary J. Blige is, I want to say she's, She's not in her prime right now. Right. Not, not, like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to her, but like, you know, she's she was popping, what, 2000s, 1990s. You know, that was yeah. like the peak of her career. Oh, yeah. Um, and obviously, Michael Jordan was in the NBA and stuff like he's that. His prime back so then. he kind of, I felt like he had a flashback when she got up there and she was singing and stuff. Yep. And that's kind of what he was telling when her. When he was grabbing her booty, I was, the song that came to my mind is like, all I really want is to be happy. Yeah. She was happy getting that booty grab. Yeah. Michael Jordan was grabbing that booty. <laughs> she gonna come out with a new song like "Grabbing My Booty Like Michael Jordan." <laughs> <laughs> hey, they showed a side by side with Tyrese and Michael Jordan, and on the Tyrese video, it showed Tyrese like acting like he was gonna grab her thigh, and she's like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, don't do that, don't do that," right? Mm-hmm. And I was, I was thinking to myself like, "Yo, Mary J. Don't want Jody grabbing on her like that." Yeah, of course. Like not. he could grab Yvette like that, but she ain't trying to have Jody doing that. Yeah, <laughs> not the nigga in Transformers. Not yeah, it was what's hilarious too is it's two bald niggas, Michael Jordan and Tyrese, but only one of them is qualified to grab booty. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Tyrese is not the best at anything. You know, <laughs> dang, that's harsh. It, it sucks to say that Tyrese is talented; he can sing, but he ain't Michael Jordan. Yeah, Michael Jordan is different. Yeah, Michael Jordan is a different animal, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it's 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 just hilarious to me how many people have invested there. Uh, invested their time into being like Michael Jordan's getting too handsy. Yeah, like you know. Like, yeah, you got to You 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 also have to let the woman say that. And right, we uh, yeah. I don't know. That's their relationship. I like you said. I think if she felt uncomfortable, she would have said something. Yeah, so I th- I'm starting to think of some of the songs she made was it was about Michael Jordan. Man, cause I can't sleep without you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't see me without you, baby. Yeah. Yeah, who knows, man. Yeah. What's what's one of her most popular songs ever? Um I don't want to be put on a spot, you know, for that one. I'm not the hugest Mary J Blige fan. Yeah, Mary J Blige was the shit in the early 90s mm-hmm. and, and even going on. The one I think about though is is the uh I think it's called Be Happy. Can't remember, man. Mary J is the shit though. I give her that. Yeah. Mary J is the is the business, and she to be honest, even though she older, she thick, bro. Yeah, she got she got a little in she the, got something back there for sure. In the Super Bowl, she was thicker than peanut butter in the freezer. <laughs> the Super Bowl was just a preview when she had that little one piece on at the All Star game. I was like, dang, I'm like, dang, Mary, and she Mary J is up there. Mary in J age. thighs, Mary J thighs. <laughs> 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 Mary J. Thighs. Wow. <laughs> she's 51, man. Dang. She's still a good for Is she 51? She has bro? a new song called um called uh Good Good Morning, I think. 
She got. Let's see. But I, I said that to say like it's a it's an it's a great song because it's 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 like um, talking to herself. Um, kind of pumping yourself up. Like when you get up, you got to tell yourself you're beautiful. Got to tell yourself you're intelligent. Got to tell yourself you're. Um, you know, ready to take on the world, and uh, I be playing that sometimes. Yes, yeah, what's real love? I think real, real love. Like, yeah, real love. I'm searching for a real love, someone to set my heart free. Real. That's when Michael Jordan was grabbing her booty back in the day when he was with the Bulls. <laughs> 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 hey, they should change the name of his documentary. Save the last grab. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, she got a couple. Good morning, gorgeous. That's the song. Oh, which one? That's the one you're talking about. Yeah. So if anybody need like a little pick me up in the morning, I think my favorite song ever that she made, but it was a collaboration with Method Man was "You're All." Yeah, that's a bop. I need to get by. Some of the listeners, I wonder if they're old enough to remember their songs. Cause you just you're just old enough, dude. You'll be thirty what next month? So, yeah, a couple of days. That's a trip. Wait, wait, you're the second, huh? Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Well, by the time we come back, Keith will be thirty years old. So I want everybody to inbox Keith like some nudes or something. Send me some birthday. nudes, you know what I mean? Some yep. cash app. Yeah. Um, um, there's some glasses. Sometimes he has a problem seeing at night. Glasses, yeah, and just regular birthday, happy birthday texts would be good too. Yeah, it'd be fine, man. Mm-hmm. Just send him a pair of clap cleats too. <laughs> Matter of fact, you know, to to to, to commemorate Keith's birthday, go to clapcleats.com, put in truckers uh, trucker sixty nine. Yeah, and then you know, tell him that a truckers my podcast sent you, but also let him know it's Keith's birthday. But and, also, and you want Keith to use these clap cleats on you. Yeah, that's the most important thing. Like we have to use these clap cleats. <laughs> like they just sitting here collecting <laughs> dust. So for my birthday, I mean, just you know what I'm saying. Just, yeah. Just let me know if you want me to use them on you. Wow. 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 I think I wonder if that was really what what porno sounded like back in the day. I think mm-hmm. they did. Oh, the little. Weird seventies like yeah. Can you imagine how like it, the pornos was back in like the seventies? They've been Yeah, brother, jive, <laughs> jive turkey. <laughs> this some jive pussy, man. <laughs> I'm tired of the man keeping me down. <laughs> They be hitting it from the back. I'm tired of segregation, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting my dick in your soul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make you come like a Black Panther. <laughs> oh man! No, can you imagine? What if it's like a threesome and it's like one girl and the two dudes, mm-hmm. and then they both hitting it and they're like, "That's right, soul brother." <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's wild. Then back in the day, I bet you interracial porn was like a a big deal back in those days. Yeah, that was that's probably weird. Like, mm-hmm. I wonder who the first black man was to do an interracial. That's porn. wild because that is really history. I'm about to look that up right now. Yeah, let us know. Let me see what I'm about. First black man to do interracial. This shit gonna be hilarious. Whoa, this shit goes back far. 
Hold on. Uh, hold on. This shit gonna be hilarious. It's gonna be some dude with a fucking afro or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, nah, let's see. Uh, ethnic pornography is a genre of pornography. Blah 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 blah. Uh, I don't need all that. There should be a much. Oh, it was a answer. lesbian. It was a lesbian video. Uh-huh. Lesbian games, anonymous lithograph, two white women and a black woman having fun on a sofa. Dang. That's a wild uh, combination. That's wild, yo. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's some stuff. The real reason female porn don't. Wow. This is nuts. Anyways, <clears throat> went off on a tangent there. But yeah, shout out to Mary J. Blige, man. Yeah, shout out to our cakes, too. Yeah, that's nuts, man. That's nuts. I feel bad sometimes. And you know what I noticed, too, just in general? Older women will say things to you that are, is like, very, like, perverted or, like, very sexually aggressive, mm-hmm. and then you don't think nothing about it. Like, mm-hmm. has an older woman ever told you, like, if I was 23 years younger, the things I'd do to you? <laughs> you like, yo. That has never, that's never, never happened. happened to me. Yeah, I've But heard- when, older women, for sure, be, like, very honest. Like, I can remember once I was in the gym and um, I was just working out and um, just regular. Like, I had, you know, it wasn't like I was in there with no tight T-shirt on or whatever. I just had my headphones on and the lady, she was just like, like, you sure are handsome. And I was just like, oh, dang. Like, thank you. You you don't even know what to say. But, um, yeah, I think the older women, they just... They just know what they want, I guess. If I was 20 years younger, I'd fog your glasses up. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, like, old people be having different conversations about yeah. sex. They'd be like, I remember back in the day when anal came out. <laughs> <laughs> if I still had a wop, I'd put it right on you. Yeah, it's like, back in the day, when they didn't call it anal. They called it doing the butt. <laughs> he was doing the butt back then. <laughs> That's wild. But before we, we couldn't do anal. We had to march. Damn. They stand out there with signs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh switching gears. Uh, uh the pregnant woman on on Tinder. There is an article. I will read it out and let you guys determine what you feel about it. Uh where the hell is it at? <clears throat> Son of a bitch. See, this is what I hate about these articles, man. Bro, I told you to save the links. To your I theme. know, man. I don't know what the fuck. Uh, let me see here. Pregnant woman on Tinder. Oh, no. I Actually, I sent the article to you. So it should be in the feed also. Dude, Bam. Mm-hmm. There we go. Now we're talking. Man of the year helps pregnant Tinder date in labor. And the man of the year. That's yeah. ridiculous. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Simp of the year, the birth bonded us. The labor of love was quite uh, literal and came much sooner than expected when 20-year-old Alyssa Hodges and 25-year-old Max Sylvie matched on Tinder. Hodges was upfront about the fact that she was pregnant, uh, but neither expected Sylvie to, to help her with the birth of her birth on the fourth date. So on the fourth date, she gave birth. That's wild. He, oh, my God. To be on a date with like a pregnant pregnant girl is crazy. Yeah, she's having contractions and shit. That's how's your day going? <laughs> All right, you seeing a baby feet kicking? Oh, that's nuts, man. That's wild. Yeah, I was about six and a half months pregnant when I went on Tinder. Fuck. 
your priorities in order. And I clearly stated that on my bio. Hodges in Brisbane, Australia, re, uh, resident told Kennedy News, I don't want to lead anyone on. So I was being open and honest. I wanted them to know uh, what they were getting into right off the bat. Uh, apparently, they've getting into some pregnant pussy. Um, uh, usually, <laughs> such a disclaimer will turn Sylvie off, but he immediately uh, fancied Hodges despite it. <clears throat> there was something that caught my eye about it. Listen, normally I would 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 I wouldn't swipe right on a pregnant girl, but there was something about her," said the civil servant. Uh, that the the pair hit it off, but Sylvie had a travel had to travel frequently for work soon after they met, so they only gone on three dates. When the fourth came up, Hodges was supposed to pick up Sylvie from the airport, but he ended up needing to meet her in the hospital as that day ended up being the one where her water broke. Yo, bro, that's wild. Let me say this, and this is for women and men out there, fellas. If you don't have any kids, right, um, it doesn't mean there's a problem with any woman that has a child. It's not a problem at all. We're all at the age where most people have kids. Yeah. But don't date pregnant ones. That's crazy. That's really wild. You were on a date with men from Tinder and you were six months pregnant? Where are your priorities? <laughs> what the Looking fuck? Looking for a daddy. That's what she's doing. I don't know what. Look, that's just a fucked up decision. Like, you are better off just focusing on your child. Go get a vibrator or something and just, <laughs> just go sit down somewhere, man. That's <laughs> fucking weird. You were on a dating platform. And, a man, and the guy that got you pregnant is nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's so fucking wild. And then the guy, like, don't do this, dude. Don't do this. That's not okay. That's another man's responsibility. Let them figure that out. That's just too much. Imagine this. Here's the fucked up thing. Imagine you, you're you there for the birth of the child, all of that. You love her. She loves you. All of a sudden, boom. She goes back to the motherfucker that she had the kid by. Yeah. She's young. She's vet. Twenty she's years old. Too. She doesn't know what yeah. the fuck she's doing. Yeah, that's so strange, man. That's so strange. It, it, and the codependency is the, the scariest thing about it. How can you be a pregnant woman, but you are so codependent that you go to Tinder while you're pregnant, looking for a daddy? That's nah, fucking that's nuts. Right. Yeah, that's wild. That that that's a. Um, I think that in some scenario that they could be the perfect people for one another but like you said the codependency is a is a very scary thing um somebody that feels like they need to start an entirely new relationship while while pregnant they're still pregnant and like very pregnant very pregnant yeah you're like having contractions and shit and I, I mean, I'm, it's a questionable thing for me for a man to look at. When I look at a pregnant woman, I look at a woman that like, you know, maybe she might need my help. And, you know, I may have to if, if maybe she might drop something, I could help her pick it up or she might need help with groceries or something. But I never look at a preg- this is going to sound crazy, but I'll just say it. I've never looked at a pregnant woman and said, man, I sure would hit that. <laughs> I never looked at a pregnant woman with a big <laughs> pregnant stomach and said, man. I sure could go for some pregnant pee. <laughs> I'd love to be pushing pee with that. <laughs> that's that, wild. That pregnant woman is definitely pushing pee. No, mm. that's that's weird, man. I I, I don't think that's okay. Mm-hmm. But you know, maybe that's just me. Uh, but I wonder what the date the dates were. Like, are you going to a restaurant with the 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 girl? I guess it, I, I guess to most people on the outside looking in, it just looked like. It's his pregnant girlfriend, but she's twenty years old, bro. Twenty years old. The only thing I think she was looking for on Tinder is dick. 
if we're being honest, most of these websites, these dating sites, are not for anything else. They're just for hooking up. Like, if we're being honest, mm-hmm. the, the interaction. She probably met her baby daddy on Tinder. Yeah. She probably met her baby's daddy on Tinder, got her pregnant, and she's like, oh, I still deserve love. Or maybe she doesn't. Maybe she wasn't looking for that at all. Maybe she just wanted some dick. Yeah. She's a human being. I get the sexual urge, but fuck, you're fucking pregnant. It's not the best time to be meeting strange men on Tinder. I think I think above all the the thing that I see is that um, when you're not with the father of your child anymore, um, I think you should just take some time to work on yourself. Yes, take some time to yourself, especially when you know you only had sex with him six months ago. Right. So six months ago, this guy was shooting his loads off, got you pregnant, and now I'm taking you on dates and and helping you with the labor. Yeah, that is wild. And I think it's weird. There was literally, I've seen a video and some girl was like, yeah, you know, dating while you're pregnant is pretty difficult, but it's not impossible. And I think, that, I'm thinking like, yo, this why, is a conversation. why is this a fucking conversation? <laughs> dating while pregnant. And the girl, the, the girl in the video too, she says, you know, like, dating while pregnant is difficult because I have really high standards. Oh, really? <laughs> you got high standards? The same girl that's got a fucking stomach sticking out? Looking for love from another man and the dude that got you pregnant fucking ran off. The dude that you was with, evidently your standards wasn't too high because he ain't in the picture no more. Yes. That's fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. People need to stop. People need to. Okay, here's another one. Let's not even. Let's get off the women here. Imagine if a woman is dating a guy. He seems decent. But then he tells you, yeah, you know, I got a baby on the way. I think a woman would be a little bit apprehensive. She'd be like, yo, if you got a baby on the way, why the fuck are you on a date with me? But I think I, I would say like um, we're probably in the minority in these situations. But, yeah. you know, if they if the girl pro- really liked him or it was even attracted to him, she probably wouldn't care. She yeah. probably she in True. that situation, she might be more mad at the lie than the actual than yeah. the actual child. Because at the end of the day, we're not walking around pregnant. Yeah. So since we're not walking around pregnant, we don't have, you know, something, you know. But I think a woman with value, I mean, a woman that yeah, truly sure. has, if she just wants to fuck you, then she's not going to care if you have a kid. She just wants some dick anyways. Mm-hmm. But if it's a if it's a woman that actually has real morals and values and she sees that you got a girl that's pregnant, she's like, I'm not trying to talk to this motherfucker. Yeah. So, and a lot of people, like, they, some people have a... Uh, you know standards for lack of a better term Mm -hmm. and um they if they're if they're seriously you know looking at dating somebody then they're going to want certain things like he needs to have no children or whatever and they have the right to do that yes they do you know what i mean women have the right to have women have the right to have standards as so do men yeah like i just said fellas if you're single no kids stay away from pregnant women i mean is that a controversial statement yeah like, how is that? A, that's not a con. Like, if she's pregnant, leave her alone. Guys, also, there's a lot of dudes <laughs> hiding ch- children out here. And it's yeah. not for the world to know that you have a child. But, you know, it'd be people, like, hiding children from, like, people they're actually dating. That's, that's like wild. That. Yeah. That's wild. And it, it's just, it's the amount of codependency and immaturity that, mm-hmm. and the, the saddest thing to me is that a child's coming into this world under these circumstances. Mm-hmm. I've seen pregnant women. This is why I really got out of the club scene. I've seen pregnant women in the club, in the club, pregnant with a beer in their hand. 
on the dance floor. I seen pregnant women at parties before. I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? Mm-hmm. You should be at home watching Netflix or something. Ain't your feet swollen? Yeah, ain't your fucking feet swollen up? <laughs> I've seen pregnant women smoking cigarettes, yo. Oh my gosh. I've seen pregnant women smoking cigarettes. I'm just like, fuck. You gonna be somebody's mom? Jeez. That's, that's terrible. Yeah, man. Mm. What the fuck? And You'll see a dude, he got a baby on the way, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, I ain't got no job right now, man. I'm just, I'm just chilling. <laughs> what the fuck you mean you just chilling, motherfucker? You got a baby on the way, you dipshit. Get a fucking job, man. Yo, people be so casual about yeah. like real life stuff. Like, bro. No, I'm, just, I'm just working on myself right now. Like, yeah. Nigga, you got a child. Yeah. You that got, didn't ask to be here. You got twins on the way, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just just working on myself. Just working on my rap career, just skateboarding. Like, dude, why are you smoking weed every day? Why are you 35 with a skateboard and no job? What the (laughs) fuck are you doing? (laughs) Man, it's so funny, man. Like, I I think the beautiful thing about life to me is like maturation. Right, seeing somebody come from one place to another. Um, I think one of the cool things for me is like watching my younger siblings kind of mature or like grow into themselves so right um and they like i've been you know kind of like having conversations here and there about stuff they want to do and just seeing like they're both younger 21 and 25 mm-hmm. um just saying like my younger brother was just telling me about like him getting off of social media for a little bit yeah like and just you know the how there's just no value in it especially mm-hmm. if you're not they're promoting something you know just like yeah. you know you're primarily there to just talk to women and whatnot and then my younger sister she was just talking about like seeking therapy and stuff like that so i'm like dang this is like it's just really cool to see you know people that you know some of the stuff that i probably wouldn't have even figured out at that age but they're like kind of coming into their own and kind of getting a head start on some of the stuff that i am only now you know discovering so yeah <clears throat> I'm glad a lot of younger people are, you know, getting a whole, you know, getting a, a face full of what's going on, mm-hmm. whether it's the social media or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the best thing, too, is especially because they're both young or with your brother more specifically, because I chatted it up with him real quick before he got off of it. I just told him, man, I love you, man. Just, you know, whatever you got to do, just do do what you do you. Mm-hmm. But I think ultimately, too, when you're getting older, it's, it's important to look at your life where it is and decide, like, yo, is this adding any value to my life? Yeah. If it's not, you got to get away from it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it, all it's doing is just keeping you up to date on other people who probably are not doing what they want to do. Yeah. So it's like you got to get off that shit. And but, it's a tra- it's, I think it's a, a, a trap, too, for uh, our lustful nature. You know, what very. I mean? So, you, you I mean, you be on there and e- e- even the girl that you may want to smash, you constantly looking at her stories. Yeah. And looking at stuff she's posting and stuff. And then yeah, you realize man. like that, like I have a 30 minute limit on my thing that I generally be going over just because I'd be bored sometimes. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm starting to get back into the habit of like making that a real a mark. But um, you realize that that hour that you spend on there every day or hour and a half. Um, if you're not running a business that you could be doing something, you could be in a gym, mm-hmm. you could be reading a book, listening to an audio book, um, spending time, like being present with yeah. actual people, people, you know? So, yeah. hundred um, percent. We kind of jogged off the topic, but uh, in regards to these date naps, it's not the fact that she's just pregnant, which is problematic in itself. This, the dating apps in general is something that we got to get off. 
Mm-hmm. I've been we I've been the keys have been off of them for years, and it's just it's not a real place to meet people. The conversations and all it's just we're we're communicating through a app, not in person. That's the thing that's weird. Mm-hmm. And we literally the way we meet people is like pulling up to a drive through window, man. Yeah, you pulling up the Wendy's to get that four for four. It's the same shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not personal. It's not personal. Like you're making a meal at home yourself. Mm-hmm. You're driving up to a window, getting your food and leaving. That's the same way it is with dating. Mm-hmm. Most people, I'm going to keep it 100. Most people are hooking up. They are not getting in relationships. Mm-hmm. People say, oh, that's not true. I don't hook up. You're a liar. If you are on dating sites, you are not getting in relationships with every dude that you go on dates with. Mm-hmm. It, 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 somebody's hidden it. Somebody. Yeah. If If I know that, like, if anybody is active on any dating sites, they fuck some people for sure. Mm-hmm. They definitely Even have. if you're ugly. Yeah, even if you're looking crazy, you're getting some pussy. <laughs> or vice versa. Can you imagine just two really ugly people having sex? They'd be in there like, oh, ooh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nah, yeah. I, I, yeah. It's, but they, I mean, both of those people are pretty young. So, um, you know, I actually... I actually hope that that thing is it's real. I hope that actually is um, that relationship thrives, but primarily for the kid because mm-hmm. um, you know we need a you need a family dynamic and or you know a father figure in your life. So hopefully, hopefully that works out. Yeah, I hope that she respects him because he's the prize in that situation. Oh, nah. for sure to put up with that. Yeah, you, yeah. you you gave birth on a date. I met you six months pregnant. I stuck around. I was the father when mm-hmm. you're. The dude that busted up in you left and ran off. Mm-hmm. She, hey, I'm telling you right now, she better respect this dude. Yeah. I, this, this is the biggest issue I have with him, though. This is why you should not be getting involved with women like this, because if you grow to love that child and she does something like cheats on you or does something underhanded, you have such a strong bond with that child now that it's hard for you to break away. I've seen episodes of like Maury where a dude. With, you know, thought the kid was his. The kid's like five years old now. And then he was just like heartbroken. He's like, man, I'm still always going to be for, there for him. And it's like, honestly, bro, like if you wanted to leave and never come back around, that would be okay too. <laughs> I'm just keeping it 100. I know the kid's five and you love him to death. And, you know, but it's kind of fucked up how you were left in the dark. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You you got left in the dark and and she was like, you know, I know without a shadow of a doubt it's your baby. It is yours. And then he find out it's not his. Yeah. The worst one I ever seen, dog, Omori, is this was this white guy. He was a really nice dude, man. He's really kind. Really mm-hmm. just he wanted to be the father of this child. He's like, I just want the child to be mine. I had some doubts because she cheated on me a few times. And then they showed the baby, and the baby was black. <laughs> I'm like, no shit, motherfucker. That kid is black. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. Kid is the we kid, have recessive jeans, man. Yeah, I know, but the kid was wearing a Black History Month shirt, man. <laughs> <laughs> the kid was wearing a fucking dashiki, dude. <laughs> what's those? What's those uh, African colored caps? It's not a kufi. What is it? Oh yeah, that's like the the what the Muslims wear. Yeah, the five percenters like, or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, come on, dude. And once they showed, once they showed the baby, everybody was like, "Oh, <laughs> I can't believe he sat through that." 
Oh my god! <laughs> and he was seriously like, I love him to death, and I just, I just want him to be mine. You know, nah, that's wild. I seen an episode. It was a, I don't think it wasn't Judge Judy, but it was another judge. Um, and they did a paternity test in there, and the dude was like, Yeah, she's like, I, he's like, we doing the test, but like, I'm pretty sure this my kid is mine for sure. It's like he was lying to himself, and I, and then they said, Unfortunately, Mr. Roberts, this kid is not yours, and the dude was just crying. Like, I, really? Oh man, his soul just. His soul just was just gone. Yeah, we should run that into the to the TikTok conversation. Uh, what's that about the uh, checking people's phones and stuff? We'll run that into the next convers like once we transition from this. That's what I was saying, but just on the back of this because it's like yeah, and it kind of flows together. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Damn, it's that's <clears throat> really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, folks, but I, I I I'll I'll close this by saying this, dude. Um. <sighs> Let's stop making things normal. Let's stop normalizing everything because some things just are not normal. It's not normal to be six to eight months pregnant while being on a dating site. It's not normal to be a single man seeking pregnant women. (laughs) That's not normal. I'm sorry. (laughs) Let, Let that pregnant woman be. If it doesn't involve you helping her move her groceries or, you know, picking something up off the ground that fell on the ground, you need to leave her alone. That's weird. You're maneuvering around a pregnant woman. The only time you should be having sex with a pregnant woman <laughs> is if it's your wife or girlfriend. That's it. That is it. Jeez Louise. A, I that that definitely is true. But there's a such thing as just a spark. Like, you know, they may they may have just met each other and it was just something magical about their meeting, I guess. I don't know, man. <laughs> this guy must be rubbing her belly while they have sex. <laughs> I couldn't imagine another man's child in someone's stomach. That's too much. I bet you this guy really thinks he's like really having good sex, but she's just having contractions. <laughs> she's like, ha, ha, ha. He's like, yeah, you like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, whole baby come out. <laughs> he's no her, her she her water break he's like oh you're a squirter huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh man she, she's like oh my rib he's, and he just think he got a big old dick <laughs> but the baby, baby is kicking her the baby was the baby in there like i wish this nigga would stop putting dick in my mom yo yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh Crazy. man, <laughs> baby! They're getting woke up by the dude and shit. Yeah, he trying to sleep. <laughs> that, he's like, "Who is this nigga wearing clap cleats?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's oh bro, that's bad. There was, hey, there was one situation. I could be wrong, but I think that there was this woman that was having <clears throat> sex with multiple dudes, mm-hmm. and I guess both of their sperm um, had. Uh, it was like. I think she had twins or something, and one of them was black or some shit. Really? Yeah. This is real? This is real. I think it was on HBO I seen it. I was like, geez, how do you do that? Yeah, I don't know about that. How the fuck? Because I think there's so the there's identical twins, and you know, and I'm just a regular nigga out here. I ain't no scientist. Yeah. But there's identical twins, and then there's um, fraternal twins. And I think fraternal means that there were like two eggs that dropped, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah. then the identical means the egg like split or something like that. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's what happened. Mm-hmm. I'm looking it up right now. That's wild. That's Black wild. and white twins meet and sister who couldn't. <clears throat> Holy shit. Black and white twins meet the sisters who couldn't look. 
this is wild. Like one is straight white and one is black. Black and white twins meet the sisters who couldn't look more different if they tried. One sister. Uh, 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 okay, I'm trying to see what happened. Curly hair, dark. Born in 1997. Classmates telling them apart. Blah blah blah. Their mom Donna is half Jamaican while father Vince is white. What the fuck? They heard twins could never be get. Uh. Wow. What the fuck? Oh wow. I don't know what happened there, but I know this this one chick was having sex with multiple dudes and then fucking got pregnant. The tick TikTok is uh this is making me think about different scenarios and stories that I be seeing on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um. The one that was super weird to me was the couple that um, s- supposedly, I don't know if it's real because, you know, TikTok, they just be lying a lot. But um, the couple that were like half siblings and they were dating. Remember I sent you that? Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. I guess they were like, we didn't grow up together and we just kind of fell in love with each other. And yeah, yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, weird. Th- th- yeah. To make a long story short, it's like, look, I know this is my sister, but the pussy is good. That's basically what he said. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so they kids come out with three eyes and then, yeah you know, oh, maybe it's like oh just, shit yeah what is that is that a catfish <laughs> no that's my son <laughs> he's so beautiful yeah there you know what i hate to say this this is gonna be people are gonna get so mad but there is a such thing as ugly babies bro. oh that's, for sure that's a real thing yeah that's a big fear of mine yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> ugly baby baby come out looking like jeff bezos <laughs> like fuck <laughs> get this little fucking amazon yeah oh man baby come out looking like forrest whitaker oh dude some babies come out and they like a bunch of snot they like Ugh. <laughs> like oh shit the snotty baby is the worst it's like look honestly there are ugly people Mm-hmm. And you know there are funny looking people, and then there are attractive people, mm-hmm. and and real that the same thing exists with babies. Mm-hmm. Some people are ugly babies that turn into very handsome or attractive people. Yeah, and there are very attractive, good looking kids that turn into ugly people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So realistically, that's the case. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, everybody think their baby is cute, and I'm not here to make fun or, or fun of a child. That's not my thing. But I do know ugly babies exist. But and uh, yeah, everybody. That's what I hate. The baby could be fresh out the womb. And yeah. it's just like, oh, my gosh, the most beautiful thing I've ever laid eyes on. It's just like they haven't even really developed. No. All babies come out looking low-key the same. All babies come out looking default. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing. That's facts. Yeah. <laughs> default babies. babies. Yeah, you got to give it like two, three weeks till they really start. You know, the eye colors start to settle in. Yeah. The skin tones start to, you know, they're not as red anymore and stuff like that. Yeah. Babies come out looking exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Some babies come out with a cone head. You be like, fuck. Yeah, I'll, they got they get their head shaped. Yeah, I hope this baby's head. So I think if, if I had a baby and my baby came out with a cone head like that, I would just go to get a new era baseball cap. To try to round it out. Yeah, like, yeah you gonna have to play baseball because hey, I'm putting this fucking uh, <laughs> I'm on the seven and three fourths on that shit. <laughs> Some babies have massive heads. Yeah, you be like, God damn. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he grows into it, and then they do. Kids, mm-hmm. they'll have huge ears as little kids and shit, and they get older and they grow into it. Yeah, you're like yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like I never thought you was gonna grow into those ears. <laughs> That's so funny. Like just kind of thinking about how. We just mature. 
Like yeah. somebody could be even even the even our body types. There's sometimes like kids that be really chubby kids, and then they yeah. just stretch out and be skinny and whatnot. Yeah, I, it's some people though. I, the whole time <clears throat> I've known them, they've been fat the whole time, just straight out the womb. Like bro, out. you came out, you came out, bro, you came out the womb with Papa John's in your hand. <laughs> Baby, come out. Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. <laughs> like damn, man, you endorsing Papa John's already? <laughs> You just came out of fucking current medical center, dude. What the fuck? That baby was like default, but a little extra on there. You, you said default, but a little extra? Yeah, it was just a little, little extra fat on there. Baby came out like a stuffed crust pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It'd be some, it's going to probably be some people, some some moms like, oh, my God. I can't believe they're making fun of children. <laughs> it's satire, folks. It's yeah. satire. I also don't have kids, so yeah, know, we I both make don't. fun of them until I you know, until I do. Yeah, I'm gonna get all defensive. You making fun of my baby? <laughs> and I'm gonna look at him like, yeah, that nigga is. Ugly. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I genuinely be thinking about that sometimes. Like, dang, I have to. I, there's a possibility that I can have an ugly child. Yeah, totally, mm-hmm. totally. Kid come out, one eye big, other one little. You yeah. like. Is this eye gonna catch up with the other one? <laughs> the doctor will be like, uh, possibly. <laughs> and they, they give you some diagnosis. Uh, he has uh, xylocoronalismosis. <laughs> <laughs> He's a uh, chronic ootiosis, and uh, there's a chance that that eye might never get back to the proper. <laughs> it might never catch up. It might never catch up to the other eye. Mm-hmm. Doctors will tell you some shit. Doctors always give you the worst case scenario. Yeah. They'll be like, yeah, uh, you might want to get that eye checked out. You could die about that. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> you already gave me a death sentence, man? <laughs> you, wanna, might, you might want to get your finger checked out. You might have to amputate it. <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> I just broke my. I just have a sore thumb, man. I just I, dislocated. Just huh? dislocated my thumb, man. You gotta <laughs> cut it off, motherfucker. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be bad. But yeah, there's that. All right. Uh, switching gears. Um, should you look through your partner's phone? And I, first of all, what I'm not gonna do is I'm not gonna advocate for anybody looking through anyone's phone. Um, what I will say though is there are things that are going on in that phone that you would never know. And I I seen a TikTok of this guy and he said that he just had some suspicions after a while of his girlfriend doing some stuff. And he he mentioned it. She says, no, I'm not stepping out on you. I'm not doing anything. She's like, I swear on my sister. She swore on her sister who had special needs. And then she swore on her grandmother who passed away. She swore on her grandmother's grave. And then one day he said he just happened to look through her phone and he seen her cheating all over her phone. And he was like, man, he's like he was advocating. He said, I don't care what they say. You know, you need to check their phone. You need that's where that's where all the answers is. And I thought to myself, like, I can't. Here's the thing. I think when you have enough emotional intelligence and you and you know yourself well enough, it shouldn't take you having to look through a phone before you can determine something ain't right. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think that when you are so I think if you're so love drunk, like people, I think people can get drunk off love or the idea of love to where their judgment is clouded Mm -hmm. and they 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 miss they miss things that are right in their face. So it gets to the point for them where they're looking through a phone. And at that point, you're just breaking your own heart. You're going to see some things in that phone that you probably never thought you would see. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the unfortunate thing. And there's and there's gonna be sometimes there's gonna be shit in there, and you'll be like, "What the fuck?" Now I'll say this: I don't check women's phone, but a long time ago I did, 
And there was one occasion where the, the young lady told me, like, oh, go ahead and do the software update on my phone. Don't look through my phone, though. Just do the software update. And I was like, okay. And something told me to just to look through the phone anyways. And mm-hmm. I, I had no business doing that. But I did. And when I looked in there, I seen she was texting her ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, like, I, I, I could, she had an um, a app on her phone called Chomped. And Chomped was like, it would have, like, X amount of messages per person that got sent. Like, you could see certain information in that app. And I was at the top. She was texting me a lot. And then I look, and then it was her ex-boyfriend. I remember her mentioning his name. Yeah. I see his name in there, and they were, like, arguing. And I'm just like, oh, my God. He was in second place? Nah, he was, yeah, he was down there. Mm-hmm. You know, I was at the top. So mm-hmm. I guess in that moment, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to say anything. It is what it is. How serious were you guys? Uh, we weren't super serious, but mm-hmm. it was. We were. It was getting pretty. It was getting there. Getting you know? to the nitty gritty. Yeah, and and the thing about it though, um, is later on that became an issue. But truth be told, like at that moment, it would have been more important to evaluate the situation and say, like, I don't really want to be a part of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you just you shouldn't be looking through a phone. Yeah. But it's unfortunate because our lives are on our phone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there is a whole world that exists inside your phone. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, I've seen too much shit mm-hmm. inside of phones. I've seen, you know, the way I've seen the way married women have conducted themselves. I've seen the way that women in relationships like on the been, receiving end of yes, you know, I've been on the receiving end of like. <clears throat> so, Eddie, do you like my ass? And I'm like, oh my god, aren't you married? Yeah, you know, I I, yeah. I, I, I didn't say that at the moment. I was just like, oh yeah, you got a nice ass. What do you think, like, <laughs> what is the, the cutoff for, like, a, a uh, I guess, a communication with a person in a relationship? Like, uh, uh, what, what, what are some of, like, the rules and standards of, like, communicating with someone in a relationship? Like, uh, just, so, like, more so like an Instagram thing, I guess. What, an ex? No, like, so, so for, for me, like, I don't be, like, flirting with, like, women in relationships or anything right, like right, that. Right. But right. I'm saying... Um, like I know there are people that I communicate with that are like in relationships on, mm-hmm. and, and it doesn't, it's not, it's not even like in a, in a, like a flirtatious or like there's right. in, not anything there, but I do like see sometimes like a, a girl could be like responding to something I said on their story and it'd be like 1230 AM or something like that, mm-hmm. or sending like extensive messages and we could be communicating about like something that's, um, yeah. Like the you, uh, Ukraine and Russia or something. Well, the like tone that. of it could still be bad. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like if 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 you're doing anything to compromise the relationship that you have, it's a little disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Just personally, if it's fucking two in the morning, if me and you are if if me and you are having a conversation about Ukraine and it's strictly Ukraine and it ain't no no undertone or nothing, I don't have a problem with that. And if let's say my lady was sitting right there, I wouldn't have no problem showing her. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and I feel like it's important to be honest. If it's let's say it's two three in the morning and you're chilling with your girlfriend and you get a text out of nowhere like, "Hey, are you up? We need to hang out." You get this text or like, "Hey, uh, I have a girlfriend now." You mm-hmm. know, and if your girl is like, "Who was that?" I'll be like, "Honestly, it's this girl about seven years, seven months ago. I, we used to fuck." Mm-hmm. I would tell her straight up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would because what you do is is by being honest with the person you're with, even if it makes her mad. Now you put her in a position, yeah, because you've led in such a way that she's like, "Fuck!" Like she would have to do the same, yeah. Because I guarantee you, I don't <clears> give a fuck who it is. I guarantee you, you got somebody that you used to fuck in your phone. I guarantee it. Yeah, I mean, guys, guys be trying to double back too. 
So they for sure gonna hit you with the with the uh hey big head. Oh man. Some emoji. Maybe an eggplant emoji. That's yeah. what that's what I do. If I ain't talked to you in six months, I just send an eggplant emoji. <laughs> see, see, see what's going on. <laughs> the eggplant is basically like the bat signal. <laughs> oh man no this would be crazy like imagine like you haven't talked to a chick in a long time you're like you single whatever but then like she could post something simple like just made some new designs for the kids at school and then you just uh, use an eggplant emoji (laughs) sometimes i mean sometimes if you have like that type of relationship it's just like you could be extremely aggressive in that way. You could tell when a woman has grown if you do something in that nature. Like, mm-hmm. it, like let's say, for example, you don't know if she's in a relationship or not. And then you send, like, it'll be like, you use, like, a peach emoji in the inbox or whatever. <laughs> and then she completely just ignores the fuck out of it. Yeah. Like, she completely ignores it. And then she might have a picture with a guy or she'll post, like, her up relationships. That I respect that. Yeah. I respect that because mm-hmm. you're not giving me in. You're not even giving me an not inch. even entertaining it. That's in, the, yeah, that's the best thing I respect you could do. that. Mm-hmm. I respect women. or not even just read it at all. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I respect women who really respect their relationships. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If if I shoot my shot with you, mm-hmm. even if me me and a girl used to fool around, and then I send her something and she just shoots it down. I'm, you I gotta res- respect you, it. You uh, better respect it. Yeah, I respect, that's real. I respect that more than a woman that's basically <clears throat> basically letting me feel like I could still get some pussy. But don't give me an inch though, huh? So don't give me an inch though. Yeah, because right. you know, like if a girl's in a relationship and you like, you know, you you start talking about the Ukraine and Russian war, and then yeah. you know, it start talking about something completely different, and yeah. you entertaining that conversation no, too. It, it usually jumped to something way late. If you're talking about Ukraine, you'd be like, "Dang, it's terrible over there." I wonder how them people having sex. <laughs> crazy that's be, how it be yeah it'd be like you give me an answer i'll give you multiple answers <laughs> <laughs> that's how it be man if that's that's like um like there's an era for that like an age group maybe like yeah 21 to 25 somewhere in there mm-hmm. where like you i i know at least for me like i i would always try to sneak like the sexual innuendo i couldn't i could i couldn't wait or i couldn't resist like the sexual innuendos now i can just talk to somebody right but back in the right, day it used right, to be right. like i would always look for the moment to seek sneak something sexual in there because i honestly the i guess my goal was always to just have sex anyway so i'm wondering like when is this if it's going to happen when yeah. it's going to happen or do yep. you want it to happen right um yeah that's wild they'd be like vladimir putin is just going crazy over there i think he might be sexually frustrated <laughs> i'll be feeling like that sometimes too you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like yes that's for real me and vladimir putin got one thing in common we both got big dick energy <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh vladimir put be like oh they get the pussy every day i need to in- i will I-, I will invade pussy like i do ukraine yeah putin is out of line yeah hopefully we don't have any ukrainian listeners sorry about that but i know back to i mean as far as the topic goes I definitely have looked through um, a phone, but it was more so like 
it when I seen something like mm-hmm. I seen <clears throat> something may have like flashed across my face, you know, when mm-hmm. somebody she was showing me her phone or something like that. And then like I just kind of took it upon myself to do like further research. Mm-hmm. But I think the thing it made me feel really bad. And yeah. it, it felt like I was like um, uh, kind of like invading someone's privacy. 100%. So I, I don't I that was like one time and one time only. Um, but I, I do think there's a a certain like like you were mentioning before when you said like hey such and such text me I used to fool around with her and right. you know that's that's pretty much the end of it like you kind of create that open space in your relationship where um, you could communicate those things like if an ex messages you a text you or yep. old fling or whatever texts you like we just had that open line of communication um, <clears throat> but then even then there there's like even having a, a certain level of freedom to um, to have like passwords and, and stuff like that, like the password to your phone or whatever. And not, e- not even that you'll be using it, but just to know that you have it, it kind of creates a certain level of uh, communication or a certain dynamic yeah. that, you know, uh, creates trust in, in a relationship. Yo, the most wild video I've seen is this dude <clears throat> took his girl's phone and he took off running. She's like, give me back my phone. Give me back my phone. Oh my God, give me my phone. Mm-hmm. And then she like ran outside with like a robe on and she was about to like be naked. And she's chasing him. He's like, yo, what the hell is wrong with you? What's mm-hmm. in this phone? What's in the phone? So then he like get in the car and, and, and like he's like closes the door. And she's like, oh my God, give me my phone back. Give me my phone. And it's just like, damn, you're doing too much. I think some people, I think some people, a medium for them. I, I'm just being honest. People who cheat or hide shit on their phone, I think that there is a healthy medium for them. Meaning they get the 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 benefits of a relationship. Meaning the love and you know the attention that they get and the and the companionship from a relationship. But they want the dick outside of it. I'm talking yeah. about from women or for men. They want the same thing except with a woman. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not okay. <clears throat> and these same people are infiltrating relationships. Yeah, that's that's the problem, man. Yeah, I think if you, I think if you're not disciplined, you don't even deserve to be loved. No, nah, you don't. I think it. I think a relationship is a privilege in a sense, and you yeah. need to kind of put your. You need to structure your life to yes. to to be ready and accepting of that. If you just out here like, because because what happens oftentimes is, um, like great people get cheated on yes you know what i mean it's somebody out there that's like take holding the house down in terms of a woman holding the house down taking care of the children or whatever and you out here like you know cheating on her and yeah. vice versa if a if a guy is working 14 hour days and yeah. you know six days a week or something like that I'm, and you out here stepping out on him and i'm sure there's there's gonna be some you know like for some reason cheating has been made into like a male thing that needs to stop yeah that needs to stop stop that there's probably some women like that's right these men are cheating and this is not right but uh uh excuse me i'm pretty sure the same women saying that was out getting some dick behind one of their ex-boyfriends back but yeah no yeah that's annoying the the same person that will even if it wasn't like cheating cheating or emotionally cheating or yeah. talking to somebody or micro cheating whatever those would be the same people that have opinions about like these strong opinions about men's like when I think about men, this is when I think about cheating, there's a man's face right here. Yeah, it's like, come on. Here's the thing. This is the reason why you got to stop having <clears throat> the, the stigma that males are just cheaters and women are loyal and they don't really cheat. Um, first of all, <clears throat> a man who is cheating oftentimes is cheating with a woman, not another man, which means 
that woman a lot of times is in a relationship herself. Mm-hmm. So she's cheating on someone. Cheating is a people problem, not a man problem. Yes. Yeah, <clears throat> and women and women talk about a woman's intuition like we just know like when something's wrong. So then why don't you know about those married men that you've been fucking for a while? Yeah. You know how many you know how many and, and uh, trust me, a lot of there's a lot of men that I've known that be having like younger, it'd be like 25, 24 year old chicks that's fucking married men. Yeah. They have no problem going over this man's house, seeing pictures of his family, and going right into that room and getting clapped. <laughs> getting clapped. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I know very well that it's. It was this one chick. Like you know what? Like I'm done. Like you know I've messed with a few married men. I'm like, why are you even talking about this publicly? I know that was one girl I was talking to, and she was uh, <clears throat> basically like I was trying to get at her, and she had it. She had a boyfriend, and she basically told me like. Um, she just she said that uh she don't she don't cheat anymore. <laughs> I was just like like oh this is that was a thing back in the day but you kind of matured so you're not cheating anymore. I'm just like damn that's crazy. I think that some people really need to think before they say stuff. <laughs> there was no reason there's just just no reason. Sometimes you just got to stop explaining yourself. Just be a piece of shit in private. <laughs> Oh man, that's a wild. You know, but it, truth be told, people can change, <clears throat> men can change, women can change. Yeah, and I think that if they've made it a point to themselves, where they're like, you know, I've been a cheater, I'm not doing this no more. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna ruin, you know, I'm not gonna ruin the relationship by running around and doing this. Mm-hmm. I respect that. Mm-hmm. You know, I I know some chicks back in the day that used to run around, but they are mothers now, they're wives now. Yeah. You know, and they should be <coughs> respected as such. Like mm-hmm. we talked about this. This is kind of off topic, but the whole you can't turn a hoe into a housewife thing. That's a fucking lie. Mm-hmm. You know how many dudes as players and how many women was hoeing it up and now they're moms and dads. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. So it's like, honestly, when it come down to the whole the, the, the hoe into a housewife thing, I mean, shit, a lot of people had hoe phases. That's real. I most, think- most women had hoe phases. I think I would be a great husband one day, but I definitely had a whole phase like when I was in college. Yeah, you was making up any reason to try to get in some guts. Yeah. Dang, I'm tired. Let me get in some guts. Dang, I just felt that test. Let me get in some guts. All right, man, it ain't right what Putin is doing. <laughs> it ain't right what he's doing. You know? It just made me think about sex for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's, that's a real thing. Though. Yeah, just trying to find any way to talk about sex. <laughs> I wonder how they're having sex out there. <laughs> that's wild man. I, I bet you i think i think that the the whole sexual tension thing was probably at its all-time worst during covid like i'm talking about when covid was really the the business yeah like when it was right when it first started and everybody was in the house scared <laughs> mm-hmm. i guarantee you it was some people that was super sexually frustrated <clears throat> was he getting it in during covid uh not too much not too much not too much yeah yeah i didn't have the juice like that i was at work a lot and yeah you know some of these girls they 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 stuck to the, like the four niggas they was having <laughs> yeah i hadn't made it into the, the <laughs> top five <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah people are like i don't get how people could be hanging out that's so nasty that's so disgusting I seen it. This one chick said, "Sex is just gross." I don't. I don't. Right at this point, I just don't want to be around any men right now. And then she got pregnant like four months later. Are you serious? I'm just like, will you just shut the fuck up? She was getting smacked while she was saying that. Yeah. yeah. Some people. I think some people. And this is not. This is not. 
um, limited to women, but there are some people that project so badly <clears throat> that they want you to believe like the contrary to what they really are. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they try to convince people on social media of this. Uh, yeah. I, I just want to, I just want people to be honest about yeah. their hypocrisy. Like they're not going to. Yeah. It's just, Cause that person probably never redacted that statement. No, I don't even need you to be honest. I just want you to shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's that's real. Like, cause I'm not, I don't have a right to judge your life. But if you put everything out on the table and then it's not true, it's not even remotely true mm-hmm. to what's going on. And I, sh- I don't have the right to judge you for anything. But I might judge you a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. You know, you know what I learned. Um, and I don't. I, it's not a new thing, but I got reminded of it the mm-hmm. other day. <clears throat> my um, my mom. She was uh, she was trying to text me um this thing from her old phone and um i was kind of busy at the time and um she was she, when when i seen her she basically was like hey did you get that that text that i that i, that I had sent and um i was like no i, I didn't get it and i kind of just went on doing what i was doing what i was doing okay and um in my mind, I was thinking though, <clears throat> what she and then she asked me again, or I was like, I was like, can you try to send it again? And then, uh, like when I had walked back by her, her room, she was like, um, she basically said, like, did you get it this time? And I was like, nah, like, like what, what was it? And I was like, I said, I was, I was doing something, so I was slightly distracted. Right. But in my mind, I'm like, like, yo, like, I'm just trying to go somewhere, like, just like stop asking me questions, like we'll figure it out later. Yeah. And then uh, I didn't articulate that out loud, though. Uh-huh. So when I finally went went to see like what she had going on, she was trying to send me a picture of my uncle that had passed away. Oh. So like that kind of like let me know like it's extremely important one to just wait out situations, but we don't have to articulate all of our thoughts. No, because sometimes exactly. like you'll end up looking stupid. Like in that case, yeah. where like. If I was like, mom, like, what do you like? You know, if yeah. I got frustrated at her or whatever, she'd be like, yo, I'm just trying to send you a picture of my yeah. your uncle. So, mm-hmm. um, and so like going back to that situation, I just think like sometimes our thoughts can stay in our head and we can yes. kind of like work them out in real time, but they don't have to be shown to the world. Yeah, so. don't got to be so concurrent too. Mm-hmm. Like I, what I've learned too in regards with women is that like this happens with men, women and men, but sometimes if you're dealing with a girl and something happens and you just it, the situation seems fishy or you see her around some other dude or something's going on sometimes as men or just as people we could be reactionary and be like so who was that like are you going over there with them are you doing this da, 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 da. you don't do that mm-hmm. you need to like collect yourself you need to relax you need to not just assume that she's doing something wrong yeah and give her an opportunity to explain what's going on because this is what can happen you might be like who's that what's that what's going on over there and what were you doing here she might just tell you oh yeah i was working on this with my cousin it's my my first cousin on so-and-so side we're just working on this and then you learn that she's doing something normal but as men or i'm gonna say this as men but sometimes there's people who could be you know insecure at moments we'll just jump to something else so yeah. it's, it's better to let things process first mm-hmm. especially like if you have a a dynamic when like you were saying you you kind of laid that that foundation as far as like hey i used to talk to this person this mm-hmm. person just texted me because mm-hmm. it'd be so like even you know um like ba- in, living in bakersfield for instance like mm-hmm. 
you know, like me personally, I have family that I don't talk to regularly. Mm-hmm. But if somebody just called me out of the blue and like, hey, can you like, you know, I got a wedding this weekend. Can you shoot it for me? And I haven't I may have not seen them in five, six years. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's my female cousin that I, you know, know from right. you know, and it just if you jump into conclusions, it's just it just looks bad. It looks bad. And now the person <clears throat> you're with or whomever you're dating, they'll be like, man, who am I dating? Mm-hmm. Well, you know what they're doing this to me mm-hmm. you, you have to learn because trust me i've had moments where i was doing shit like that mm-hmm. and i had to check myself yeah you know luckily i had enough self-awareness to be like hey that's not cool yeah you know the way i look at it like man i'm i'm a i'm not a cheater and i'm a just a pure person mm-hmm. um i also do have instincts um so it it just is what it is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's gonna be sad. You might cry. You might be frustrated. You might yeah. you gonna break up with your girl or you, however you deal with it. But like I'm just letting it come to me. I'm not hundred percent. I'm not going out there just like thinking that every yeah. woman is a cheater. In, in regards to the topic too, I just like I mentioned earlier, you should never make it to the point where you're looking through phones. You should your your intuition and your life experience should be good enough for you to just say, hey, you know what? This person's hot and cold. They got shit going on and it don't seem right and this ain't good. I need to step away from this. Yeah. It shouldn't have to come down to you looking through uh, the person you're dating. You you look through her phone and there's a video of her sucking dick. Right. It was. <laughs> I was I'm listening to uh, Will Smith's audio book I was telling you about. And uh, there's, mm-hmm. a, there's a moment in the book where he's dating this girl from Philadelphia. And this is around the time when um, him and Jazzy Jeff are like, you know, working on their, their, their rapping and stuff. So he's just a rapper right now. Um, and he goes on tour, I think, or something like that. And he's kind of built a life with this girl. So he goes on tour and he was like, basically saying like before that he's a very instinctual person. So he goes on tour and he comes back home and he's, he's, his girl is there and his girl's uh, aunt is there and they're cooking and stuff like that. And he was like, basically, immediately when I walked in, I could realize that something was off. Like I just mm. had some some feeling. And then they kind of uh, started watching a movie and she, he was like, she's she was just acting very different. Like she was laughing a little too much at my jokes and Whoa. just kind of overdoing it. And then he just got up and said like, yo, you've been cheating on me, huh? And Whoa. then she just burst into tears and it was a whole thing. Yeah, but, um, but that's kind of like what we're talking about mm-hmm. as far as like the, having those instincts. Like you just yeah. know something is a little bit yeah. different. I, it, not just that when you've led from the front, like as men, you you have to lead from the front, you know, and you know you have to be transparent and honest because you set the tone for the amount of honesty that's going to be in that relationship. Yeah. So if you like, if a girl that hit you up at two three in the morning and you too afraid to tell your girl that yeah I used to fuck her. You know, you 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 can say you already got to say I used to fuck her seven months ago. You can say check out. Yeah, I was to- dicking her down back in the day. Yeah, I was getting deep in there. <laughs> I was giving her an extra inch for the clap. <laughs> no, but if you just say yeah, I used to. Me and this girl, we used to talk like seven months ago. She texted me at two in the morning. You know, but that's how I was when I was single. You know, and I said, but yeah, I just texted her, letting her know I'm, I'm talking to someone now, mm-hmm. and it's, it's serious. And yeah. then, and if you tell a girl that, like, if she gets mad at you for telling her that. Then she could just leave. Yeah. Because there is no, I guarantee you, most men are not going to be transparent because they're too afraid of how you're going to react. That's unfortunate because you should have that that yeah. that space to be that honest. Oh, yeah. Because here's the thing. I'm honest with, here's the thing. I'm honest with you about that situation, but I guarantee you, you're not going to be honest with me about the guys that like your picture that used to have you up at two in the morning. 
Mm-hmm. It's dudes that's liking photos that you know send you a text here and there that y'all had a sexual relationship, mm-hmm. but you're not gonna be transparent about that. Yeah. So that's I'm just saying that's just how most people are. Yeah. And and these cell phones hide so much shit. We got so many apps. Too many apps. So many social medias. Yeah. And mm-hmm. my thing is, is this like <clears throat> I think with me, I feel secure enough within myself of how I would handle things. But if you're dealing with any woman that is, you know, average or above looking, she has suitors, bro. She has a lot of suitors. <laughs> but between all of them, she would need to ultimately determine that you're valuable enough that she wouldn't play no games with you. Yeah. But uh, but also, like, a, a, I think a high-value woman has a lot of suitors, but she be weeding them out quick. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's a great point. So maybe at any given time, it may be, like, one or two potential guys that she's the, communicating uh, with. The, the higher-value woman, what happens is, is that she finds a guy she really likes. There's things about him that separates him from all the dudes that's trying to get at her. Yeah. So even if a dude... Like a dude try to come at her like, yeah, yeah, we, we hang out. She'll be like, oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. All mm-hmm. right. You, you have a good one. And she'll mm-hmm. just walk off. Yeah. She just won't give him no energy. Mm-hmm. Like none. And that's the thing, man. That's the thing with, with high value good women. Because I've seen women like this too. They'd be like, hey, I was wondering if I get you. Nah, I got a man. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, I see you though, but yeah, just take my number. Nah, I don't need your number either. It's cool. Mm-hmm. You have a good night. But thank you. I appreciate the compliment. I've seen women do that. Mm-hmm. I've seen women literally that be so down for their man that when a dude come at them like, you so beautiful, it, you can take my number. No, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, take that, just take that with you though. Like that's, yeah. you know, that's... A, Guy thinks you're attractive, you know. Yeah, you can. Take, and that's and that's where it that's where it stop. stops. Yeah. Exactly. She was like, "I appreciate the compliment, but thank you," mm-hmm. and just walk right off. But I've seen a ton of women like, you know, like, "Hey, just take my number." She's like, "All right, I can't give you my number, but you can follow me on Instagram." Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> that's the worst. You given as a woman or just as a person in a relationship that Instagram shit is allowing too much access. That's just like having a phone number. Yeah. They're like, uh, yeah, I have a boyfriend, but you can follow me on Instagram. We could be friends. And mm-hmm. it's like, there's no reason for you to interact. Yeah. You shouldn't be interacting with somebody. Because mm-hmm. all they're going to do is they, if you a person that got a bunch of pictures of your boyfriend or girlfriend up, and then all of a sudden they get deleted. Yeah. We all know what's going on. Eat it in there. Fast we we know what's ends. going on. Yeah. People yeah. like, dang, it's a crazy day to be single, right? Yeah. <laughs> Ukraine and Russia, man. You know? <laughs> Ukraine and Russia. I want to crush it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, switching gears. Uh, recently, let's see here. Uh, Joy Behar and John Cena basically had some tone deaf moments in the response to Ukraine. Let me go ahead and read this article here. A Joy Behar worries Russian invasion of Ukraine might impact her Italian vacation. And <laughs> I literally can't believe Joy Behar said this. This is in quote. Uh, it says, during an episode of The View, the 79-year-old co-host expressed her concerns over the Ukrainian crisis as it pertains to her upcoming travel plans to Western Europe. On Thursday, February 24th, Russian tanks rolled into, into country's capital of Kiev, and armed forces slowly started to make their way into the city of, as a Rus- as Russian President Vladimir Putin had declared war on neighboring country. Moderator Whoopi Goldberg kicked off the discussion on the situation in Ukraine, calling it the crisis so disheartening. She added, "The people of Russia 
They don't want this war. Putin Putin wants it because he's trying to hold on, right? I might as well give them. Fuck it. Did it last week. Let's go ahead and turn it on. Estimates are 50,000 Ukrainians will be dead or wounded. Yeah. And that this is going to start a humanitarian crisis, a refugee crisis in Europe. We're talking yeah. about 5 million people yeah. that, that are going to be displaced. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's heartbreaking to hear what is going to happen. Yeah. Well, I'm scared of what's going to happen in, in Western Europe, too. Yeah. Huh. You know, you just, you plan a trip, you want to go there, I want to go to Italy for four years. I haven't been able to make it because of of uh, the pandemic. And now this, you know, it's, yeah. it's like, who's going to, what's going to happen there? Yeah. yeah. That was probably the most tone deaf and non-empathetic statement. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, man. And it's like, it's not out of context. You really feel that way. That's the first thing that she said out of her mouth. That's nuts. That's wild. Yeah, that's nuts. And then. <laughs> And then that that, that situation is bad, right? But let we'll, we'll we'll put these both together so it'll make it'll make sense. Because also John Cena made a very tone deaf tweet, and this is what John De, John Cena said. John Cena uh, sparks backlash after using Russian invasion in Ukraine to promote HBO show. <laughs> the professional wrestler and actor John Cena sparked backlash online after apparently used the ongoing Russian invasion of Ukraine to promote a TV show. Cena posted on social media that if he could become a, t- a, a, a titular hero persona peacemaker from his HBO show, now would be the time. So the show is called Peacemaker, okay, just for context. And this is what John Cena tweeted. If I could somehow summon the powers of a real life hashtag peacemaker i think this would be a great time to do so right and basically peacemaker is a television show on hbo max following the adventures of particular uh a titular character a brash and gymnastic soldier committed to propagating peace even though the use of extreme violence so but the thing about it he put hashtag peacemaker. So it was a shameless plug. <laughs> and it was to promote a fucking HBO show. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of these celebrity slash uh, people with platforms don't realize how fucking tone deaf they can be. Mm-hmm. And it's ridiculous. And what was the girl's name that did the, 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 the speech or the little poem? I don't know her name. Fuck. She basically, damn it, I forgot her name, but she was basically saying like, I know that if I was your mother, she was talking to Putin, if I was your mother, I would hold you in my arm and squeeze you to my bosoms and so and so. <laughs> and it's like, you act like that's supposed to do something. Some of these celebrities are delusional. Yeah. They're delusional and they live in a world where they think that they could just say anything. It's like, motherfucker, this ain't going to stop shit. Does Putin speak English? I believe he does. Hmm. I believe he does. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure. It's, I, I I don't know if people are coming to him with this type of shit. I don't even know if that makes it to him. It'll make it. He's like, don't fucking tell me about this shit. <laughs> I have bombing to do. Do not fucking come to tell me this. <laughs> don't not tell me about Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg, black woman. Stay away from me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, it's tone deaf. That you talk about a fucking vacation and we, it's a potential of a World War III if, if, if certain lines get crossed, we could be in an all fucking all out World War Three. You know, some right? people think it already started. Yeah, some people think it did. Mm-hmm. And you got fucking Putin out here. Putin is like some old school. He's like this shit is like war is such an antiquated just 
ran down, worn out thing to do. Yeah. It just seems out of place in 2022 to go in a place with tanks and start shooting missiles at people. That just does, that just doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, you're just creating destruction. That's mm-hmm. all you want to do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. This is this is some old school Hitler shit. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Now I think that uh, what's his name Joe Joe Bayer, John uh, Joy Joy Bayer Bayhar Bayhar. Um, I think what I will say is that. That's a genuine, a genuine feeling, and I can understand somebody wanting to have gone on vacation or see the world, you know, over the past four years or whatever. The issue that she's having is that, like I said before, just keep it inside of your head. Not every the microphone or a TV show, television network audiences, whatever, they don't need to know all the things that are floating around inside of your head. Um, because this is a real life situation. Like people are really dying out here. People are, especially people over there um, in Europe, they are very stressed out, you know, uh, right now. And I just think that um, it's there's just no space for you to implement or to uh, insert your personal uh, feelings that have nothing to do with the war. Um, I think. I th- when I think about this situation, I think about um, when Chadwick Boseman died and there were the normal empathetic person. They were like, yeah, you know, uh, oh, my gosh, like I feel for his family. He was such a great actor. He, you know, he was, um, you know, he was, he stood for so much, so many right. different things. People were telling personal stories and all yeah. this stuff. Right. And then there were like the people that were like, oh, what about Black Panther two? Like, what are we gonna do? What is Disney gonna do? Is there, is he gonna get get replaced? Is there are they gonna make another movie? Like, and it's just like, yo, this is just not the time. Yeah, you jump right to the fucking movie, man. Yeah, it's just not the time for that. Let people grieve. Let people, you know, do their due diligence as far as learning about him, him as a person, and just leave it at that. Maybe in the future we can talk about Black Panther two, but not when he just passed away. And even like, there was a moment, um, like. For for my music, right? I have a song called "Shots Part 2. and um, the most uh, the most uh, streams that I get for um, most of my music comes from Russia. So I have like people that will Ukraine or Russia, Russia. Okay. Um, so I have people that will message me from Russia, and uh, a couple guys that I um, that follow me on Instagram, and they'll do like DJ scratches, or there was one guy that was just playing the song, driving down the street and stuff like that. So it'll, uh, so it'd be like dope stuff that people will send me um, from Russia, and then like just last week, um, I got. Uh, uh, email from Apple Music and it says like, "Hey, you really you reached 500 listens from the Ukraine," and Crazy. me being a you know slightly twisted you know comedian, I guess um, I was like, "Oh dang, I started this war because of my song," but you know I was I, and I was going to articulate that in some way, shape, or form on Instagram, yeah. but. What I realize is that one, you know, we have a growing platform and I yeah. know this is going to be, you know, uh, a huge podcast one day and our brands, right. our personal brands are also going to be huge. Um, so I, when I when I thought about it, I was like, nah, I'm not going to I'm not even going to joke about this because it is one. It may be taken out of context when it's when it's just on Instagram or whatever mm-hmm. Two, I'm I'm moving in a way where 
I want to be. Like I'm moving yeah. in a way right now. Like I have a blue check, so I know if I there posted that and I had a blue check, it would be one of those headlines. Mm-hmm. Um, and in three, it's just insensitive because, like I said, there are people that I have yeah. on my Instagram that are from those countries. So yeah. I just have to, uh, you know, like just it just can just stay in your head or it can be a personal conversation. Yeah. If if Joy was just like, hey, you know, after the the after they yell cut her and Whoopi Goldberg and back at the thing like, no man, problem. yeah like dang I was you know I was planning to go to Italy man and yeah. you know this thing is this war is broken out now. every conversation ain't for everybody yeah. I can see the I can see the rebuttal to Keith like after he would say that like if he posted that thing on there it would be like uh, uh, like a blog or write like idiotic podcaster Keith Fingers decided to uh, make fun mm-hmm. of the Ukrainian crisis. Yeah. Seems like he won't be having a podcast soon. He may get canceled in two weeks. Yeah. Like yeah. people that mm-hmm. write these blogs, they, they write like shit just like this. They're like putting your death in, in the, in the headlines. Yeah. You mm-hmm. get, if you get big enough doing anything that people just, people hate you. Mm-hmm. There are people who love you and the people that hate you. Mm-hmm. And there's people who hate, love you. Like yeah. they, they, they hate listen cause they hate you and they're looking for any moment to take things out of context. It's almost not even worth sharing an opinion on social media. Right. Like unless you're unless you have a something like well thought out or you have a platform or a space to really articulate something. Um, it's not even worth putting it on social media no. because because one, you're giving it away for free. And then two, um, you're not giving it like you're making it easy for somebody to hate what you're saying. Exactly. So um, Kendrick Lamar's song, like, all right, you know, there's references to police and, you know, uh, killing police and stuff like that. Um, when a when a person hears that, they got to do some real, some real research. Like they got to get on Spotify. They got to play the record. They got to listen to the lyrics. They got to, you know, form an opinion about that. But sometimes when it's just when you're just putting those things on 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 Twitter, you're just making it easy for somebody to just screenshot it real quick, quote you in the article and then write a crazy headline and then, you know, get people riled up. Yeah. yeah. Fox News did that with him Mm because they they had after he had uh, he did. We're going to be all right. I think Mm -hmm. it was I don't know if it was on a BET Awards or somewhere else. Mm -hmm. He is like he put that in um, the DNA. Well, uh, Tommy Laren, she had a uh, yeah, she like, yeah. and and here's the lyrics. And we hate Popo, want to see us dead in the streets for, for sure. show, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. He's a terrorist, <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, yeah. It, the, the biggest issue I have with people is like me. Okay, for example, me and Keith, we're, we're kind of on the outside of the conversation regarding Ukraine. And Russia, we we don't act like specialists or you know uh, historians or people who are very well versed in this conversation. Me and Keith did some research, but we're not like immersed in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I hate when people from outside of some uh, like let's say hip hop culture, like Ben Shapiro was talking about WAP, like doesn't make any sense. Why? What's going on with WAP? You know, your your body's not supposed to produce that much fluid. Yeah, I don't understand. It's mm-hmm. like you don't even listen to this type of music, dude. Like, shut yeah. up. You also don't have clap cleats, so you can't get yeah, it that way. Yeah, Ben Shapiro, get some clap cleats, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, ah, my my wife never has a problem with her. <laughs> Sounds like a vaginal discharge to me. I don't I don't really know what's going on. The craziest part it'd be like wives in very long term relationships that are not being satisfied. Exactly, and it's a guy like that. Like, why why pussies aren't supposed to be wet? What's wrong with no. that? No. 
And then the moment you get a divorce, and then I'm licking your wife's vagina. Now she's gonna. Now you're gonna know why she probably was that dissatisfied. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, go down on women. <laughs> your mouth is not supposed to be on a vagina. Okay, man. Keep not eating your wife's pussy. Keep not doing it. <laughs> and the first dude to do it, that's when this is gonna change be her life. Huh? It's gonna change her life. <laughs> That's funny. Then she'll go to clapcleats.com and use trucker code <laughs> trucker69 for a 15% discount. Yeah. Okay. Ben Shapiro. But yeah, man. Um, mm-hmm. I just think people, everything's not for everyone. Sometimes you need to just internalize some shit. Yeah, man. Just don't fucking say it, man. It'd be so many times, even in like text message conversations or thinking about posting something on Twitter or whatever like i just find myself and i've always done this but i just find myself writing something out seeing how it sounds if it don't flow right just delete it close the app yeah yeah that's true it's just it's just no point i don't want to beat this over the head it's just more or less it's it's just kind of uh uh it just kind of bothered me when i seen she said that Mm -hmm. she was fucking complaining over a first world problem yeah. You got a first world problem and you're talking about I'm not going to be able to take my, take my trip. If I was on the stage with her, I'd have been like, "Hey man, don't nobody give a fuck about your trip." Yeah. You know? But How could you even say that? That's how wild. could you say that? Yeah. Like I'm the type of person that would check somebody for saying that. Like, yeah, exactly. Not in even in, not even in a bad like, yeah. way, but I would just be like, "Yo, that's not that's not really the time to say that." You could you could like how could you say this? You could respectfully um, shut somebody down, and it's mm-hmm. worse. It's worse than going off on them. Mm-hmm. Like if you say something like that, I just be like, I don't really think your trip is even worth discussing at this moment. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, no, 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 I didn't mean it like that. I just saying, like, I was trying to say, I was like, okay, I just interpreted as if you mentioned that you couldn't go, you were frustrated because you couldn't go on a vacation. So, yeah, I just overall, I don't know if that's a very, if that's pertinent information at this time. Yeah, you know, there's what I mean? people dying out here. Yeah. And we on the verge of a like something that could be de- deadly for everybody in the world. Exactly. He was, a vacation? Come on, dog. He said he mentioned something about putting somebody on high alert for nuclear uh, weapons recently within like the last seven hours. Who? Uh, Putin. Oh, uh, they said like the radiation levels have been rising and stuff like that. So, who knows, man? This is a. Uh, I think for me, I'm I'm a person that is not not very into like the whole foreign affairs and stuff like that. Right. But I'm and I'm I'm still not going to act like I'm really tapped in, but I'm definitely doing my due diligence cuz like when I said like I said I, I know people that not that we have like close relationships, mm-hmm. but I talk to a few people here and there that are in different countries and people that are in America from different countries. So European countries, Asian countries, so they they have an opinion on what's going on, and that's right. affecting everybody over there. And yeah. in turn, it's affecting affecting us. So yeah. I think um, you know, I'm just trying to to you know, and I and I, like I said, I don't want to come off as this person that is like really tapped in, but I'm doing my my due diligence as as a person just to just to ease my ease my mind i guess it's gonna be some shit changing here though they're gonna start seeing like i think one of the last things that was holding up in this economy was the wendy's four for four but i think it's about to be gone <laughs> i think we ain't gonna get no more wendy's four for four man and if yeah, we do get a four for four they only got four nuggets in that in the, in the, in the meal <laughs> i mean we can't knock off any more nuggets man we're only yeah. getting four nuggets right now yeah 
Like, come on, Wendy's, hang on there, man. Mm-hmm. And like, literally, this may be you know a, a joke, but little shit like that changes, man. It be it do be the small stuff. Yeah, I, they they don't even got a, a double decker taco at Taco Bell no more. They took that shit off the menu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember the double decker. That shit will fill you up though. Mm-hmm. Double, I used to smack the double decker. Yeah, you mm-hmm. get like two of them. Get like the, the only thing I eat at Taco Bell, and I don't really fuck with Taco Bell at all, but. The only thing I get from there is the chalupas and that double decker. You know what I've been getting? Like, and it's not super, super healthy, but you know, when I be trying to not eat no chalupas or something, I get like the the power bowls. Yeah, I already know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only problem with decent. only problem with those bowls is they're full of salt. Super salty. Yeah, you can taste the salt. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, God damn. Yeah. They're, those beans are salty as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's like uh it's like uh, salt with a, a pinch of beans. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You trying to kill me, motherfucker? Yeah. Talk about trying to take you out with high blood pressure, man. <laughs> if, if that's it. Look, if if now nah, I was about to drop this joke, I ain't even gonna say it. <laughs> I ain't gonna say it, <laughs> man. To get canceled. Yeah, it's been too much. It would have been a John Cena moment. No, no, you ain't getting me. Uh comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, switching gears. Uh, we'll close it out. Um, but we basically kind of highlighted a little bit but uh russian the russian and ukraine uh debacle going on um i don't know how much the uh united states should get involved um i think we got involved as much as we're going to be though i would say that because if you think about it we've sent a bunch of different weapons i think a bunch of countries have sent weapons though Mm mm-hmm We've like overly saturated them with like weapons and shit like that, as of what I know now, um, and a bunch of sanctions. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that might be as far as we're going. I don't, time. I don't think so. I, I think that, I think that it's a, it's a, it's a power trip in a sense. Yeah, like you know, there is, uh, I guess. A historical context to the relationship between the Ukraine and Russia, yeah, and then also the like, it's like a what you call it, like a cockfight in a sense. Yeah. Like Putin is like, you know, if we, if we take over the Ukraine, I think even even how it looks to everyone else. Yeah. So if um, like, because Putin doesn't seem like the person that's just going to stop there. You know, yeah. he may try to go into some other places or. Other countries might take that as an or take look at that as an opportunity to, um, them to take move. over certain countries that mm-hmm. they used to have uh, control over. That's so, what Hitler was trying to do. Actually, yeah. he was actively doing it. That's what I'm saying. So we we only know as much as we know right now. Right. But it may be a more grandiose plan at the end of the day. So that's why I think I think everyone is kind of playing it by ear right now. Um, but if it gets out of hand, I think that other countries will, will start will start stepping in yeah but he made a statement saying if you if you try to intervene you will feel something that you've never felt in your history yeah and to me that statement is what stood out with this whole thing yeah and it's like bro i just don't know if this is the guy to fuck with right now mm-hmm. i really don't like putin is a motherfucker he's an old school like an old school Hitler motherfucker like and he probably has no issue dropping mm-hmm. a nuke somewhere mm-hmm. he strikes me as a type of person where like we've already have issues with our elections being infiltrated in some way mm-hmm. but I think the Russian like government could infiltrate more than just that 
Mm-hmm. I feel like Putin strikes me as a motherfucker that might have a missile in the middle of Los Angeles somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like he literally strikes me as a motherfucker that would get dirty and do a terrorist attack or some shit. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You know, some people say, well, no, he wouldn't do that. Like, we, I don't think they would ever attack us on our soil. Some people say, like, America is unpenetrable or whatever. And it's like, I don't believe Impenetrable. that. Impenetrable? Yeah, I don't, I don't think that that's true at all. I mean, we had planes crash into yeah. the Twin Towers. Exactly. There's always a new way. By the way, that, that was Pentagon not. Pentagon, too. Yeah, it, the Pentagon, too. But that's not the first time they tried to knock the Twin Towers down. Mm-hmm. So they had drove, like, some, uh, some trucks with bombs in them back mm-hmm. in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it ended up thudding them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I, that's what I do remember. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-mm. You don't? In the early '90s, I don't remember much about like. Oh fuck, you wasn't around. <laughs> yeah, I was like not me. But um, Keith was a sperm. <laughs> Hi, my name is Keith. I'm a sperm. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting thing. I think that um, it's. It's like uh, have you, and I don't want this to be like twenty twenty two homophobic or whatever. But have you ever played like the game, the game Smear to Queer? Yeah, yeah, that's an old game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know how it is. Like basically, it'd be like a football or whatever, and it's like whoever got it, they they get tackled and stuff like that. I think that's how I kind of look at this this uh this uh russian invasion into ukraine like yeah p- everyone is just kind of like not wanting to touch the football and they know that anybody that jumps in is just going to be pandemonium so yeah yeah it's very okay here it is here so it says 1993 uh here it is but the fame symbolism also made the twin towers targets of two terrorist attacks the first took place in on february 26 1993 uh, that day, that day, a van loaded with approximately 1,200 pounds of explosives was driven into the public parking garage beneath the World Trade Center. The blast from the bomb created a crater several stories deep in the uh, in the below ground levels of the complex and killed six people. Though carried out by a different group of extremists than the 9-11 attacks, the 1993 World Trade Center bombing occurred within the broader context of an emerging radical Islamic ideology and foreshadowed the much larger assault eight years later. So, yeah, I was right. They attempted to fucking do it. And then the the, the worst one with like a van or um, um, uh, not U-Haul, but what's the other companies that do it to um is U-Haul and what's the other ones? The moving companies. God damn it! I don't know. Uh, Hertz is another company that has it. I think it was Timothy McVeigh. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you familiar with Timothy McVeigh? Mm-mm. Jesus Christ, man! Bro, you telling me stuff in the nineties? I'm like, dog, I don't remember this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. McVeigh, a domestic terrorist responsible for 1995 Oklahoma City bombing that killed 168 people, 19 of whom were children, and injured more than 680 and destroyed one third of Alfred P. Mora Federal Building. So this motherfucker drew, I think he had a Hertz truck, I believe. He filled that motherfucker up with bombs. Where is he from? Ah, fuck. I don't know. June 2001, age 33. Yeah, they killed this punk ass. Uh, execution by lethal injection. Uh, he was a veteran too. He's a war veteran, man. 
Oh, he's American. What the heck? Yeah, McVeigh. We're talking about foreign attacks, though. No, but he had a fucking bomb. The same thing. Same thing they try to do. He actually did it. Yeah, but I'm saying like we're in the context of the conversation. We're talking about foreign attacks by Russia. Yeah, terrorism, terrorism, and domestic terrorism is terrorism. The same shit. Yeah, but you said that the context of you bringing those up was about Putin having a bomb in. LA or something like no, that. No, I'm just saying, like, what I'm saying is, is he said, I'm basing it off a statement he's made. Mm-hmm. The statement was, you will feel something you've never felt in your history yeah. if you get involved, which who knows what that means. And also, when you give a guy like Putin, Putin has thought this shit through. He's not just going to do something and, you know, and not have a backup plan. Yeah. I feel like Putin can get down and dirty. I feel like he's the type of motherfucker. That would have a missile in the middle of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And he would be like, America, if you don't, then there would be a lot of people hurt mm-hmm. if you if you intervene. Mm-hmm. So it's like we've intervened, but we haven't intervened yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we've intervened by giving like resources and uh, sanctions so far from what I've seen. But us actually like I think we have troops, but they only so far. I can't remember where they're at. Yeah, I don't know where they're at either. But it, I mean, it also could just be talk, you know. Yeah. I would, I would hope that we aren't afraid of Russia. Yeah, it don't, it don't got to be us being afraid. But yeah, that's I don't what know. I'm saying. Like if, if, if we're, if we're not acting because he said that it's going to be something catastrophic, like you've never seen before, um, and that's the only reason we're not doing anything. I think that, I think that kind of shows a sign of weakness. Yeah, but the sign of weakness sometimes it's not. It, look, at the end of the day. It's not always important to intervene. Also, sometimes the strongest thing you could do is not get involved. But this is this is bigger than just like Russia taking over the Ukraine. This has real world ramifications. Yeah, that's true. So we can't just sit back and let a motherfucker do this. Yeah, the same way we intervene with Hitler. We're we're not as a world. Um, if you have the ability to stop some sort of like, and this could be almost considered a genocide depending on yeah, how you look at it pretty we're, much where there was like a promise made in i don't know maybe the un or something like that where yeah. they basically said that we will not allow any more you know genocides to happen so yeah um and that happened obviously after the holocaust and whatnot yes so like in no way shape or form is one of the strongest countries in the world just going to sit on their hands and watch everything all. unfold there, so. but i think ukraine is not a part of um uh, NATO. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I don't know that, but still, it's yeah. a genocide. It, it doesn't matter, like who. Yeah, it could be a, an African country, and they will still try to step in. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure. I think we're gonna step up a little later. Yeah, it'll probably take some time. It'll take some time. Yeah, see how things unfold. Yeah, well, probably in a few years, we'll just send Captain America out there, have him figured out. No, we'll probably send John Cena. Johnson. <laughs> I'm the peacemaker. (laughs) (laughs) What did he used to do, John Cena? Can't see me. Time is now. (laughs) Oh, dang. That'd be crazy. Imagine if all of a sudden John Cena come up with that music. And then Putin looking around like, what the fuck is this? Who the fuck sent him here? Please. Don't send John Cena out of me, please. (laughs) Oh. I just want to eat beef stroganoff and mind my business. (laughs) I just eat beef stroganoff and just try to be dictator behind my back. I do not know why you do this to me. (laughs) 
Oh man, you ever had beef stroganoff before? Uh, hamburger helper. Oh, that should be good. Yeah, yeah, but I, I'm I'm since you know since I don't support Russia, I'm not eating no beef stroganoff right now. What is what are we not eating? What foods that we get from Russia? Nothing that we got to cancel. Uh, right now it's just like smir- Smirnoff and shit like that, like vodkas. Yeah. Yeah, get that off. Wiener Schnitzel is Germany, huh? Yeah, that's Germany. So mm-hmm. we can still support Hitler. I mean, uh, the Whoa. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Volkswagens. Wiener Schnitzel. We could still ride the Volkswagens. That'll be crazy. <laughs> That'll be nuts, man. Wiener Schnitzel, I wonder how long they've been around. I don't know. And what the fuck is a Schnitzel? It's a good, it's a good question. And maybe it's a name. That'd be nuts. They'd be like, come. And it was weird as Winter Snitzel's down the street from my house. I don't never fucking go there. And it, and, and Winter Snitzel's actually not nasty. Yeah, I'd be going there every now and then. I pop up. That's I always true. get the uh, the beef the beef hot dogs. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. The motherfucker's good, but the chili, chili dogs. Okay, let's see. Winter Snitzel's serving. Um, okay. Uh, what's the website? Um. Let me see how long when it started. Um, hold on, cuz. Ain't popped it up. I'm just curious. Sometimes I'll be looking stuff up, trying to figure out what's what. Uh, 1938. 1938. The first winter was founded by former Taco Bell employee. Whoa. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. This one say, Wikipedia say 1961. Really? Mm-hmm. 1961 founded oh founded california 1961 61 years ago in irvine california okay i see it yeah it said 1938 says taco bell employee john gallardi taco bell been around that long though 1938 yeah god dang i wonder what yeah that's crazy how the fuck Remember they they voted Taco Bell the best Mexican restaurant in the United States? Yeah, I remember that. That's so fucking tone deaf. Yeah, that's wild. How are you just going to treat Mexicans like that, yo? You just steal the whole culture and then fucking turn around and make Taco Bell the best Mexican restaurant. That's disrespectful. Yeah, that's, that's wild, yo. Glenn Bell. Oh, his name is... Oh. What, did it say the year 1938? The, 1938 is when John Gil, Gilardi was born. Uh, that's when John Gallardi was founded. Uh, ah, yeah. dang, that's nuts. They did first job from. Yeah, that's crazy. That's been around for a minute. Yeah, man. I be wondering. I think El Pollo Loco has a history like that. There's, I think they started in like the seventies or something. Nineteen seventy-five. Yep, it all began in. Guasave, Sinaloa, Mexico. See, this is at least this is a real Mexican oh, company. They come from Mexico. That's what's up. At least it's a real Mexican company, bro. Mm-hmm. But the Taco Bell, they get the best Mexican restaurant in America. They don't even make real tacos. Yeah, yeah. they should do. They, <laughs> they would. They would throw a curveball in the game if they had some like some real good street tacos. Ooh, that'd be fire. Ooh, yeah. And it would be cheap too. I'd be over there every day. Yeah. Uh, it all began in uh, Gusave, Sinaloa, Mexico in 1975. A young man, uh, an enterprising man with a dream and love for fire grilled chicken. Pancho Ochoa sold everything and opened the first El Pollo Loco 
in the shell of his former shoe store. That's wow. Shoes and tacos? Real entrepreneur. Zapatos and tacos? <laughs> Sign me up, bro. That's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, not too much more to mention on this. There's always a whole bunch of updates revol- involving Ukraine. Yeah, prayers to Ukraine too, man. Yeah, man. It's a whole everyone's safe out there. It's a whole lot of shit. The only thing I will say in regards to the United States stepping up or whatever, is it's like it's like it's kind of tough for us to be the moral police when we got so much motherfucking blood on our hands, too. Yeah. I, I don't think this is about being morally correct. It's just about, like, saving people's lives. Though. That's true, but we've been bombing <clears throat> we've been bombing weddings and shit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if somebody stepped up and fought, fought us, I would understand, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Russia invades Ukraine live. This is 13 minutes ago. Fuck, dude. It was some some uh, videos of guys hugging their um, wives and stuff as they basically went off to try to save their country. It was pretty. It was pretty sad. Yeah, man. They was arming regular citizens with guns and bombs. That's wild. They, they were talking about people who love their country. People in America love talking about. I love my country. I fight for it if I had to. One other dynamic that a lot of uh, people aren't thinking about is all of us have some relatives that are in the military yes. in some way, shape or form. So, you know, it's a, it's a real thing. I know my, uh, some of my cousins are in the military and, you know, they're yeah. kind of wrapping their mind around potentially going overseas. It says Putin orders Russian nuclear deterrence forces on high alert. Um, Ukraine and Russia delegations to meet. What? That's crazy to be at war, but also meeting. Yeah, but see, this is the problem with war, why it's so antiquated. Like, first off, wars usually start between a war of words between men, and now you got a bunch of innocent men, women going to war, fighting and dying. Mm-hmm. It's like, Putin, why don't, you, why don't you and the fucking Ukrainian president just fucking get down in the ring and fight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then whoever loses... yeah. Gets the country. Yeah, I yeah. I get the country and be strong enough, and you could just back off of Vladimir. Yeah, Vladimir is a fucking sick fuck though. That guy and their finest women. That'd be that'd be a dope addition. Oh what? The finest women from Ukraine or Russia. What? What about it? The, as part of the reward. Part of the reward. Yeah. It's like you get you get not you get Natalia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. All right. Well, I mean, not a whole lot else to say here, man. Um Hopefully we don't have any more updates about this fucking shit, but I'm sure we will. Yeah, man. Yeah. Head to the streets. Yeah. Well, if to you made it to the streets. Yeah. If you made it to the end of this podcast, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Things. We're out of here. Peace.